I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Thank you for listening to Who Will Survive Horror Podcast. This is your host, Paul, and with me, as always, is Marco. What's going on, buddy? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, man? Uh, not much. I just uh, was calling you to check in because, uh, you know, I, I kind of struggle a little bit with, like, understanding human emotions and connecting to people, mm. and I'm a little bit distant sometimes, and I see people get, like, sad or happy, and I'm, I, don't, I just don't get it. Like, it's at all means nothing to me mm. and they tell me that you know i need to just try and hang around people and be a little bit more normal and do some like regular normal friend activities normal sure human sure, interactions sure. and stuff and get kind of get out of my my usual space um so i just wanted to see if you wanted to hang out and maybe do some yeah. normal person stuff i don't know what that is yeah but i'm I'll totally not scared right now of you but um you know i would love to do normal stuff with you no, no, it's cool. i, I they, have this I'm I'm totally not a serial killer. Oh, okay. Yeah, because ah man, that that kind of like made me a little nervous there. Um, I I have this totally normal friend with me, Rhiannon. Uh, maybe she could suggest some normal things we can do. Oh, sweet. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Besides not being a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Not. Let's, I kind of uh, question scoot our that. chairs back. <laughs> but so there's this awesome badass haunted attraction that we can go to um there's okay. a fun house there's a haunt there's a bunch of haunted houses on there um the people can actually touch you inside nice. there's yeah they make you feel like you're there they there's people chasing after you there's shows i think that might make you feel a little bit better yeah well it'd be good to see if i actually get scared at things yeah. that normal people get scared of or if i just be good social don't, experiment don't like feel anything from it well, it's called Hellfest, so I would assume that you might be a little bit scared. Oh, nice. Ah. <laughs> is there a, uh, a a any kind of like trouble with this this event? Like, it seems kind of sketchy that there's all these people in costumes with fake weapons running around, and like, has anyone ever tried to I don't know kill somebody at one of these things and pretend that it's part of the attraction or anything like that? I don't think so. At least it hasn't been reported. But I mean, I guess that'd be the perfect place for a serial killer. Yeah, oh. totally possible. Uh, you never know. So you're saying I should bring my mask and... Oh, no, wait, not not bring my mask. That's right. Don't bring my mask. You have a me. mask? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Maybe, like, bring it with you just in case you want to put it on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can, like, in. kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then if <laughs> I kill someone... Nobody will ever know. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm totally not going to kill anyone. Do you, know, do you know any nursery rhymes that you can hum along the way too? I mean, because that would that would totally make you stand out, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> well, if uh, anyone hasn't gotten yet, yet about what movies we're talking about, we really beat that horse to death. <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, but anyways, uh, we have with us Rhiannon. What's going on? Not much. Just on the podcast with you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So uh, this actually is going to be the third one of our Ladies Love Halloween shows. I actually... Um, I, I had a fourth one scheduled and just my life has become a little bit of a hell fest without the serial killer. <laughs> and um, I had to I had to cancel that for now and, and just kind of back off of a few things that I just have too many things going at once. And mm-hmm. um, I have well, by the time this comes out, well, it'll still be new. So I still have a puppy and and the puppy is crazy and is running my life now. And work has just been crazy, and so like I just need to need to back off a little bit. I have a lot of schedule sure. stuff. My girlfriend's traveling, mm-hmm. so it's just like a bad time well, here. So. Well, at least you have a puppy, and she's not pregnant. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's a that. Puppy Paul. is tolerable. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's actually funny because we did teases when we were planning to get the dog, and when we knew that it was coming. Because uh, we, you know, we did like a home visit and then they were like, yeah, it's fine. You know, you're all good. And so we scheduled to go pick her up a, a few days later. Hey, there's a puppy. <laughs> and uh, so we, we did some like teases. Like we put a sign on the dog, like I'm going to be a big brother and put it on social media. And all of mm-hmm. our friends were like, oh, congratulations. And then a few people were going, you guys aren't having a kid, right? Like this, this is a, a dog, not a, not a baby. We're right. like, yeah, dude, we're fucking forty and forty three. Like, we're not having a kid. Yeah. Not here with that shit. Unfriend. Exactly. <laughs> but we did it intentionally, trying to see how many people would take the bait right. and ask, right. so we could laugh at them. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm sure a lot of people were like, "What the hell? Fuck. Yeah. yeah. His but, life is uh, over." But yeah. So, anyways, this is the third episode of this, and it is going to be with the movies Hellfest, and I am not a serial killer which came up off of the list of Halloween movies, which one of them is a little bit questionable on the Halloween content. It's only kind of a portion of the movie, but that's okay. We'll right. let it pass. Blends right into a Christmas movie. But yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> so, it kind of does if you think yeah, about a, it. It's like a seasonal it movie. Yeah, there's a whole like, bad Christmas gift part. And so. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, so these both were ones that when I was kind of putting the list together, it came up. I had seen both of these only once. I liked both of them. I thought mm-hmm. that would be cool to throw in and, and see if they got picked, and they did. And so here we are to talk about them. I was cool. actually excited with them that got picked. I liked both of them a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I had some stuff on the list that I had not seen um, in the episode before this one. We had, what the hell was it, Hell Night? I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that one was the uh, that one was one where we were like, mm, "This is okay," but you know, we had never seen that right. one before, so we threw it on there, and we're like, "Well, it's got some Halloween stuff, but it's kind of not not the most fun. It's a little boring sometimes, but still pretty right. cool." So at least with these, I was like, "Yes, I know I'm gonna like these movies." So yeah, mm-hmm. this is a first time watch for me for both movies too. So oh, I was nice, oh. nice. Really excited. Yeah, I was really excited to jump into them, and so. Um, because they're they're kind of newer and they again fell off radar all that stuff and mm-hmm. one of these i would have never ever found right ever I think i've I heard of Hellfest before yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah uh i don't remember how i found i think i'm not a serial killer was on netflix and then i saw that doc brown was in it i forget his real yes. name Chris, christopher lloyd christopher lloyd it? yeah i was like what christopher lloyd is he still alive 
All right, I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> You're like, I mean, watch it before he dies. Yeah, he's in it, but barely. Right. I mean, I mean, not he's he's right, not barely right. in it, but he's barely alive at this point. I feel like. I know. Yeah, right. He's looking so old, poor yeah. guy. Yeah. I know. See, but he's hanging in there. He's still got some spry moments in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think he's still going to conventions and stuff too. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, I, think cool. yeah I think he was right. at one hear, last year. I did hear one somewhere that he was going to be at. He does the whole mm-hmm. like Back to the Future reunion shit. Nice. That's cool. So, see, I'm but, not a serial uh, killer I'd never heard of, um, okay. but Hellfest, I saw it in the theater. So I was like, oh, shit, yeah, okay, this Very one's going to cool. be easy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not a serial killer. I had no clue what to expect. And I was very, very pleasantly surprised. Right, right. Sure, sure. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about Hellfest first, but we're not quite there yet. Uh, before we get to the movie, um, I so I just wanted to talk a little bit about your podcast and and kind of get to know you a little bit more for anyone listening to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually had met you when you were doing shows with our friend Sir Sturdy or Aaron, mm-hmm. and he he had you co-hosting on there occasionally and. There's mm-hmm. actually this this lost episode that I recorded with you guys, and then he had like a <laughs> yeah. hard drive that crashed, and the episode was was uh, ruined. And oh man, I didn't know that. Yeah, I messaged him about it like months later because I know he he recorded a lot and then just saved them. Mm-hmm. I messaged him and I was like, "Hey man, what's going on? You know, I haven't seen you put out a show in a while, and whatever happened with that one we recorded." And he was like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. I had this. I took some time off, and then I had this hard drive that fucking melted down, and it was on there." Oh. That sucks. That's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel, I, had... like, I feel like that was some of my best work, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I had that happen really once too because I had an older show. Um, right. I don't do it anymore, but we had so many saved episodes on there, and it was actually a YouTube show. Okay. And my hard drive crashed, and I lost oh. everything. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I know, and I'm so bad. I don't back up my computer, and yeah. I... Go to nobody who does that. I know, and I I go to websites that could easily give me a virus and crash my whole shit. (laughs) You can crash at any time. Yeah. Well, I don't even know how to use the cloud, so it's like I'm scared to death to use the cloud and never find my shit again. (laughs) Because it's password protected. I always forget my password. Yep. Where's your password? It's in the cloud. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, awesome. Wasn't there like an Ice T thing where he? It was like in a song that Ice T did about that he he needed his password, so he called and they're like, "I'm gonna email you the password," and he's like, "I can't get into my fucking email. That's the password that I need is the password for my fucking email." It was in some song that he did where he was bitching about just like stuff that made him angry. I gotta look that up. That's funny. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The new Body Count album from a couple years ago, maybe. Okay. I think that was it. What was that one with, um, oh gosh, who was in it? Was it Cameron Diaz and um, Jason, oh God, I can't remember his last oh, name. Oh, uh, Jason Siegel, yeah. Yeah. I forget the Wasn't one it? with the sex tape. Yes, and it's right? in the yeah. cloud. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there's a lot of fun to be had with that, for sure. That yeah. suck. Uh, so what, what is the show you have going now that you are, are currently doing since I know... You're not really doing the the ones with Sir Sturdy too much anymore because you're no, doing your own show for the most part? Yeah, I haven't been on there for a while. Um, so I'm doing my own. And it's actually a YouTube show plus podcast, and it's called Sacrificial Terror Podcast. So just every week we get um, you know directors, actors, other podcasters, and we bring them on, talk about their work. Right, right. Um, and then 
upload it and let you guys enjoy. Nice. But I have two co-hosts, uh, Lan- uh, Lance Wagner and Sam Mason, okay. which he's Sam is actually a indie director as well. So it's pretty cool because sure. we're kind of tying everything together with his film. Mm-hmm. So we've had some yeah, really I, good guests on. That's yeah, fun. I talked to him very briefly too mm-hmm. um, a while back, which we we had we go through phases of doing different things, and we were doing a lot of interview ones, and then I kind of just stopped doing them because of not having time to schedule extra shit, and so mm-hmm. um, so I never got around to having him on. But it's also tough because I mostly we would have people on that like already had the movie done, so we could just talk yeah. about the movie. So it's harder when the movie's not actually out. Yeah. Sorry for the train in the background, people. I, I <laughs> That's okay. Like my two... dog was freaking out, and I screamed yeah, at her. I, and I had the thing on mute. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I can't close the window because <laughs> it's train? fucking eighty oh, that's degrees. Sound effects you added, right? That sound yeah, effects yeah. totally. Yeah, come on. The train <laughs> to get in the movie done. Yeah. No, no, I, I literally live like two blocks away effects. from the train tracks. <laughs> so loud yeah. here. He's actually um, going into production again, so everything oh, nice, starts nice. to roll again, which is really good. And. Yeah. Um, me and Lance, my other co-host, and then Tyler Shea Cohn. You might know him from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in our segment. So we do like a fake podcast for the movie, and it's me, Lance, and Tyler Shea Cohn. So that, we did that last weekend, and that was really, really awesome. That's and cool. it's for Sam's movie. Uh, how, how long does he think he's going to have to till you know, he has something ready to, to show the world? Well, making a full feature, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. It's a full feature. Um, I want to say he wants to have it done by February because we're trying to start getting it into festivals and um, cult classic convention. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. And that's in February. So I, I pretty sure he wants to have it done by then. Oh, that's awesome. Fingers crossed, you know? Hmm. Nice. Well, he can come to, uh, they, I think they have film festivals in Buffalo, but they're kind of small. But there's um, there's like a small one one screen theater here in town that they'll have indie horror movies, and sometimes they'll come with the directors. Like people will tour with their movie, mm-hmm. right? And so the like they'll have the movie and then like a Q and A thing afterwards or whatever. So oh, they yeah, come yeah. here and and bring his movie. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. They just had. Uh, that one going back to I always reference the fucking the bad shark movies that we did the episode about and uh, who is the guy from from the bad shark movie? Um, damn it, I can't remember his name now. The 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 famous kid actor from the shark movie. Oh, uh, nine oh two one oh guy. No, no, this was a different one. Damn it! Oh, Corin Corin Nemec. Part. Parker Lewis. Yeah, I, Parker I call, Lewis, yeah. right. I just yeah. call it Parker Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> the bad shark movie. Is that what it's called? Or is it like no, a no, bad movie? No, no, no. No. What the hell one was he in? He was in like Sa- Sand Sharks. Uh, Sand Sharks. With yeah, Brooke yeah, Hogan. Sand Sharks. <laughs> oh, well. I, I think okay. it's all in the fine print where they all say bad shark movie, though. Yeah. I, I believe it's there. Every but, one of those. No, he didn't, he didn't tour with the movie. I was bummed out. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. That's the only reason why I went to go see that. Not Brooke Hogan. But yeah, right. Yeah. Parker Lewis. Hell yeah. I didn't even know she acted, but no, okay. she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. Oh, okay. So that's why she's, it was a bad shark movie. <laughs> she just stands in front of the camera yeah. and says things. <laughs> she's in it. She's not acting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was pretty brutal. That's awesome. Have you guys Yo. seen House Shark? <laughs> no. Oh no. my god. It was on the list. I heard it was a lot like about it. Running for one of the ones for the yes. the show, but it didn't make oh, the cut. I I seen so clips. Good. I've seen. I know I've seen so many like different like little clips here and there of it. And I'm just like, oh my god, I have to prepare myself to watch this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's right. hilarious. You'll love it. Like, oh man. Cool. 
I've seen uh, it like three times already. I love it. No, I definitely want to watch that. I, I do love some dumb CGI animal movies. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. isn't even CGI'd. It's oh, like it's they not? ate the shark. Oh, <laughs> so nice. Cool. Even better. And he's in the, and he's in the house. That's yeah. awesome. Do you, uh, what kind of movies do you guys tend to cover? Do you bounce around a lot? I know, obviously, horror, but like, do you tend to like try and do a lot of indie stuff? Do you do classics? We're kind of a mixture. Um, okay. We do a lot of indie just because we really support the indie community and the indie films. Right. We right. always do horror. You know, we're a horror podcast. Um, right. But, you know, we've had people on, you know, like Tyler Shacone. Um, we had Art the Clown on, David Howard Thornton. Yeah, nice. yeah. Yep. Yeah, we had him uh, on too a while back. He's so cool. Right. It is. I actually met him and hung out with him. Oh, that's badass. When he came to town. Jealous. So Cool. Yeah. Um, Bill Oberst Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we've had him him on. He was, um, he was in our Krampus episode. Oh, cool! He oh, was Krampus in one of the Krampus movies. Fun. Not that not the like good Krampus, but the bad CGI Krampuses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did <laughs> Krampuses. A, we did an episode about bad Krampus movies, and one yes, of them had we Bill Oberst in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that guy's know. awesome. That one, he's so cool. See, I'm actually friend friends with him, so I've nice. followed him for such a long time because you know, like when they're your friends, you like to follow oh, yeah, everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. And it makes the movies that much better, too, because you're like, oh, I know that person. Yeah. Right. I know. But... It's like when you're from a smaller town and then they mention something about the area you are, mm-hmm. like in a song or in a movie. Mm-hmm. You're like, holy shit, they said the town that's one town over from me. <laughs> you're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> we're on yeah, the map. Yeah, yeah. The only film that's ever been filmed here that people know of is fucking Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uncle Rico <laughs> on the Mountains. Yeah, I'm in Idaho, but I mean, this was way, I think it was up north or some shit, but it's like, oh yeah, we're known for Napoleon Dynamite. That's funny. That's great. Vote for Pedro. Yeah, right? Vote for Pedro. Well, they just, they just shot a bunch of Quiet Place 2 in my area, like all around Buffalo and the suburbs and shit. I unfortunately was busy and didn't get to like go try and ambush any of the sets, but. Right. Oh, you should have. I know. Just just like rush the set. Just That'd fucking come awesome. running in the in the shot full steam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With your shirt off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I'm the runner here. <laughs> oh, the monster's chasing me! I just run by and like yell that. <laughs> just run by and like run, motherfuckers! This monster's out here. <laughs> run, like, bitch, what is run. this guy doing? <laughs> oh yeah, but oh, yeah, we awesome. we mainly do indie, but you know. It's, we're open to kind of have anybody that's involved in horror come on. Right, right. But, you know, again, indie, we love indie films. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do you guys do episodes where you just kind of, like, review movies or whatever? Talk about a specific movie, like what we're doing here? Or no. is it mostly just kind of interviewee stuff now? Um, it's not... We don't really interview them too much. We more just get them on to talk about their work. Sure, so sure. They, yeah. So some of them... You know, the guests that we've had, some of them will talk, you know, they'll choose a certain movie they want to talk about. Some want to talk about all the projects they've been involved in. It just depends. We just kind of give them the option to say, okay, what do you want your episode to be about? Right, right. Yeah, that's when we did a lot. I say interview as just kind of like the general term for because like. I, I would always say like, well, it's it's sort of an interview, but it's more like we try to have a conversation and just right. you know, let let that talk about their work or whatever, but not necessarily interview. But obviously I have to ask questions to kind of steer the sure. conversation. So it's kind of an interview. Like it's, you know how that mm-hmm. goes. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no, it's, it's cool. It's... I, I, uh, I, I definitely love doing that. It's just, like I said, the time is tough 
to, to oh, juggle yeah. so many things. So it's like one thing or another or, or right. another. So <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like that's my life lately because you know, I mean, I work full time for one. Right, right. We do the podcast sure. every weekend. We've been doubling up on weekends, and then I'm okay. also an author, so I'm trying to get my book out there. I'm also working on a book. It's like I have so much going yeah. on, and you just mm-hmm. feel like you yeah. never have any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's yeah. not enough hours in the day, honestly. There's not. No. I know, right? I forgot to mention earlier way. when I was listing all of my stuff that my my kids playing football too now, so I gotta go <laughs> some of those football games. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a whole other extra time thing. At least it's not too bad. Like he just goes to practice and goes home. I don't have to like go sit at the stupid practices or anything because he's old enough now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like real little, you gotta go sit there and shit. But <laughs> you know, he's 13 now, so it's. <laughs> He's like next year is high school, uh-huh. so he's he's right. Uh, right at that brink of being like now that he's thirteen, I let him watch like some pretty fucked up shit that I probably shouldn't let him watch for thirteen. But I'm like, yeah, thirteen's like practically an adult, right? Yeah. Pretty Here's much, son, I think they are. The, yeah. Here's the greasy strangler. You should watch this. Yeah, I would. I would have <laughs> let him. I would have let him watch it, but he would have hated it. He would have been like, "This is." <laughs> yeah. He would have laughed at like five minutes of the movie. And then the rest of it, he would have just been like, can I look at my phone? Like, this is stupid. Yeah, but that's all about your entertainment then, just to see his reaction. That's yeah, it's no. worth it. Yeah, like, no fucking phones. You're going to watch this movie and pay attention. <laughs> I, I still need to actually write an essay. see that movie, The Greasy Strangler. It's one of yeah, my favorites. It's so weird, yeah. I heard it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it's guy for sure was worth Candy Corn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, that Candy one's, Corn looks great. That one, it was. It was. Is, that one's coming to that one screen theater here this month. I'm going to go cool. see it. I saved it in my calendar. Nice. We I have love the, the promo art for that. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. the art is beautiful. I love mm-hmm. it. That's so that sold me just to want to go see it the, in the title too, Candy Corn and that and all the mm-hmm. promo stuff. It's like, oh my god, that's perfect. I know. I've been fooled by good cover art though. I have too, but that's that's the... like, oh cool. It looks like an eighty slasher, and then you go and it's like a super low budget handheld <laughs> camera, mm-hmm. like a guy yeah. and their friends. It's like, what the fuck is this? You're like, well, this is a waste of fucking time. <laughs> I mean, I'm the glad you spent 200 massacre. bucks on a poster, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Nail Gun Massacre was my, it was like, oh, look at this, this is awesome. And I go, what is this? What am I yeah, watching? Well, at least, at least that's an actual old one. There's like people that do it now <laughs> where they make a cool poster. Oh, right. And it's just a really super low budget thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, damn it, tricked again. Uh, so the the show, how long have you guys been doing this this podcast? Um... Gosh, I'm trying to think when we started it. I want to say, what are we in? We're in October. Yes. I want to say we've been doing it like four months or so, four or five months. Okay, cool. So still kind of sure. just getting getting it rolling and yeah, and uh, getting everything figured out and stuff. That's the the hard yeah. part when you start out is you're like, we're gonna do the shows this way, and then right. you listen back and you're like, nah, let's not do it that way. Let's do it this way. So yeah, right. yeah. I think it takes a while to kind of iron everything out, and then you're still never fully satisfied with it. So yeah, I've been actually pretty happy with. I mean, you know, there's always little things you're like, oh man, that could be better. Sure. But as far mm-hmm. you know, and it's I'm more you know like you see all these you know the podcasts and stuff that have like these great intros and outros, and they have you know all this great um mm-hmm. like background effects and shit, and it's you know you always feel like you can improve. But yes, yeah, I yeah. love how we've been doing it. You know, I like saying that we did all of this. Um, we have a great right. graphic artist that does all of our artwork for us. And he's cool. always on top of it, does what we want. Um, our intro and outro music was done by one of our um, followers and friends. And so we're super oh, happy cool. with that. But it's like, you know, we're always learning. Like, we're trying to learn how to do live. You know, I've never done live before. Okay. 
So, you know, it's just mm -hmm. more kind of seeing the options that we can do in the future. But yes, for now, yeah. how we're doing it, I'm happy. Cool. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Perfect. So at the end of the show, we'll let you uh, let you plug it again and tell everyone where to find you. Okay. Uh, why don't we get into our first movie, which is going to be Hellfest from 2018. Uh, Marco, would you like to give a synopsis for this sure. one? And I'll do the one that is more relatable to me. That's totally okay. not scary at all. <laughs> yeah. That, I'm glad you're in Buffalo and I'm um, 3,000 miles away. That's fine. Um, yeah. I mean, you should be fine because I actually like you. So. Okay, cool. <laughs> There's like this this small like group of, of a few people that it's I like on your list. like and, and don't want anything bad to happen to. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then <laughs> well, everyone cool. else I am honored. About. <laughs> I'm honored. I don't want to hurt them. I just don't care if anything happens to them. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really revealing a lot about myself tonight. I know. <laughs> I think we all have a little bit of that in us anyway. But yeah, so um, Hellfest. You got pretty much the almost a perfect storm of a movie where you take a traveling was it, it's like a it's like a traveling not scary farm right a, a uh horror theme nights uh, uh mazes right, right. and all these things that are happening um it's like there's a, a whole of, amusement park basically yeah it, it, and it's really and the movie does so good at it too it's really good um mm -hmm. so i think it's a traveling thing they mentioned you know it comes to a mm -hmm. town and town so this group of friends uh i guess that they have their little lives that are going on and then they meet up to kind of uh just have a good weekend together and someone gets tickets to go to this, you know, Hellfest. And in the midst of it, they're having fun. They're doing their drama stuff. They're doing their date stuff and the boyfriend who right. loves who, who likes who. And in the midst of it, the serial killer guy, or you kind of don't know he's a serial killer yet, but he infiltrates the park with a mask. And or, or after he gets in the park, you know, they pat him down. He's unarmed. And everything. he pulls a mask out of his sweater and he reveals that. He's pretty much like one of them walking around now. He's blending in with them, but uh, and quickly we realize that he is a killer. And right. I think there's a there's I think there's like a little mo here. This killer tends to stalk prey that is not. They're just kind of like you know. The, you ever go to these theme parks, whatever these uh, haunted house attractions? And mm -hmm. You got the people that are like, oh, this is stupid. This is not scary. You're not scary, and just be all dumb about it. It's like why even go? So he right. kind of targets that kind of crowd, and which I like because I can't stand those people anyway. So, sure, sure. So, um, and so our group of friends, uh, he takes a liking to the girl and tries to stalk her and her friends, and and that's re thus revealing Hellfest is actually like, uh, um, you know, it's it's a living hell for this this group of kids. Please tell me I don't have to hang out with her all weekend. Uh, tonight she's coming, but that's it. And then it's just you and me. Promise, unless. Unless what? Unless, you know, you and Gavin want some alone time this weekend. What did you tell him? Nothing, I promise. He's just the one that got us the VIP passes to help us. What is that? Dude, it's so fucking dope, okay? Like, it's a traveling horror night. People totally lose their shit in there. It's really fun. You're not selling me on it. No, it's great. It's gonna be fun. Tickets sold out the minute they went on sale. But your boy Gavin came here and got some tickets for Okay, us. we don't need to do this dance. <laughs> and he's been asking about you. Really? He was like, hey, Brooke, is your hot friend coming this Wait, weekend? he called me hot? Apparently, someone made a great impression on him this past summer. Why are they surprising? <laughs> he was like, hey, Brooke, uh, you know, I should get an extra ticket for Natalie, right? She's coming. 
She's coming, right? Uh, hey, Brooke, I know this is like really awkward and shit, but like, do you think that after Hellfest, Natalie will sit on my face? Oh, he did not say that. Did he? I don't know. But, um, you're not wearing that, right? Why? What is wrong with what I'm wearing? Nat, it's Halloween. It's the one night out of the year you're allowed to let out. You're in a slut. Yeah, I don't think I have one of those. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. Uh, yeah, I like how the the killer just comes in. Well, so mm-hmm. um, not to like like I said in the when we t- talked about how to talk about the movies, I'm like I don't care if you mentioned the beginning <laughs> or the end or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Not to like jump all the way to the end, but I like yeah. that they just kind of give you glimpses of his face. It's like got a very yes. Michael Myers kind of thing. Awesome. With this character. Awesome. Yes, I was actually hoping that because again, this is my first time watch, right? So mm-hmm. I was actually hoping that they don't show him through right, the whole right. movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And and then of course that that ending um, was actually really cool. I actually liked it a lot. Like that. Yeah, and and they show you little bits, like you don't mm-hmm. see his face, but it's like it's super close, or like they show him kind yeah. of from the side and the back. Right. Or right. There's like these little moments or whatever, but yeah, and then. That he just comes in and all of his weapons are kind of like opportunity, which you know, in an amusement park during a Halloween thing, it's not hard mm-hmm. to like find weapons. So no, yeah, something you could stab somebody with. So uh, well, Rhiannon, you said you saw this in the theater. Which I know it did like a super limited run. It might have been at like one theater here, but I had not gotten to see it. Um, how did you find out that it was going to be in the theater? Like, how did you just kind of like keep up with what's coming through or whatever or i usually try to keep up with everything you know because mm-hmm. i'm sure you guys too do too but i follow a bunch of horror sites and stuff i'm like mm-hmm. you know bloody disgusting and all of that right, um, right. but i actually had a friend from california text me and tell me about it and he's like oh my gosh we have to see this and this and that so then i really kept up on it because i hadn't right. heard of it yet um but i think they played it in all the theaters here okay and we have quite a few and so then i i believe i took my daughter to go see it right and cool. it was good. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have gone to see it if I had the opportunity. I think it was just at like the Regal for like a week or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same thing here. I do not remember it being in a movie theaters at all. I don't even right. remember. I, actually, the only time I remember being advertised was probably on on a site, you know, just like you said, um, Fright Fest or fear.com or sure, sure. discussing one of those where I saw Tony Todd in the in the get up as they're like the ringmaster mm-hmm. get up and I was like that looks cool. cool and then it was gone and then I was like out of sight out of mind gone you know right 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 mm-hmm. uh cool yeah I don't I think I just I heard of it through a lot of other podcasts had talked about it or seen it or mm-hmm. you know that was it was definitely out there in the circles but by then it was it was long gone from the theater when I yeah had gotten a hold of it but yeah i mean definitely a cool movie i i like these kinds of um things for like a halloween movie where there's a lot of halloween party atmosphere like you get a lot of that yes. in like trick-or-treat or where mm-hmm. it's like a big party mm-hmm. not and, and not that i dislike but say like the smaller party like night of the demons we talked about in the last movie was similar to the right. last show cause similar to one of those movies or like those are great too but i love that it's like this big party atmospheric can, themed yeah absolutely. yeah and, and you yeah. get lost in it because there's so much mm-hmm. halloween mm-hmm. chaos and, and stuff going on and you're like is that a real scare no that's not is that a, exactly. is that a fake scare no that's really the guy like yeah right. well in that mask uh, didn't multiple people have that mask so you didn't know yeah, if yeah. it was the killer or not yeah they did right. it like during the ride the one ride they had like a bunch of people in that same mask mm-hmm. so obviously he knew what 
they did in that park and and he got the same mask somehow or whatever like he had been there before and stole one of them or something so yeah mm-hmm. and, and you know and you know watching this movie you know it's going to come up where he's going to kill somebody and everybody's just going to think it's entertainment right oh yeah right, right. yep. that looks so real but yeah. it, the movie actually it, of course it went there they did it actually a couple times in the film mm-hmm. and i was like this actually works every time it's doing it you know because mm-hmm. that is a real reaction what that would you do if you're at universal you know horror nights or not scary farm right what would you do if somebody stabbed somebody and you're just like oh that was interesting i mean mm-hmm. yeah, like cool person, you, could, you, you could totally get away with it yeah yeah exactly right. i mean yeah i've yeah. actually said that before that i'm like that's the perfect scary. murder oh yeah, yeah that's, that, that's like a staple yeah, of exactly. the halloween movies they like they kill a body and then they're like oh it's a halloween decoration like yes, they did it yes like they did it in the cold open of this movie or there's been a few other Halloween movies we've seen that they do that same kind of trope, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I, it's a trope that I like. It's not yeah, necessarily absolutely. a bad thing. It's, it's something it's you can not, really only do with Halloween. Yeah. It's like predictable, but it still works. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course yeah. they're going to do it. And I'm like, every time you did it, it's like, wow, that was fun. That was, that was cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, Oh, that's a good idea. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> that actually yes. happened here. Well, it wasn't a murderer, but um, we had like, it's a zombie a zombie paintball hayride. And so they take you through okay. the cornfields and stuff like that. And you paintball zombies. Well, one of the zombies got hit by the hayride thing and they didn't know. And the poor kid died oh. and nobody knew because they oh. thought it was part of it. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Not yeah. Until the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, shit, that's horrible. He's really getting into character. No, I don't want to make jokes. <laughs> no, no, I totally know what you mean, though. <laughs> I, but I totally did. Yeah. So. <laughs> What uh, what do you guys think about the um, kind of like the way that this movie is is shot? I feel like there's a lot of to me, like I really love the way that they use this killer and they do kind of mm-hmm. good stalking scenes. They have stuff where it's it's kind of like following him or his point of view. There's stuff where they just kind of show him sneaky in the background. And then other times he's mm-hmm. like super obvious where they're confronting him and stuff. Um, do you think that they kind of used this killer and, and they, they structured it well the way that they mm-hmm. put those together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 okay. So this, uh, they did actually a really good job. It wasn't just like, like you said, the atmosphere of this uh, attractions that they go to every corner of it, you were immersed. They were the 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 kids that were following. They're immersed in it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the little kids that take them by the hand to bring them to this other area, oh, yeah, and then of course awesome. the killer that's wearing yeah the same mask, and they make this ride shut down, and the guy you know takes the cart and pushes it over to the exit. When she's freaking out, think it's the killer, but it's part of the ride. He blended right. in so well right. that even the stocky moments, you're thinking, is this like I, I, okay? Yeah, you're like okay. Obviously, that's him because they make an emphasis on his shoes, right? They, the yeah. boots and everything is, is very important. Right. So you can identify him between anybody else. But yes. it blended in the background so well because of the attractions that they followed. It mm-hmm. wasn't a just a cobweb door and then the killer's uh, you know, chasing around. No, the whole thing was like, a, like a part of it. And his right. stalking routine was part of it. And it was just like blended so well. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then, Rhiannon, did you like how they would actually have him just kind of being in their face, too, and they would confront him? Be like, mm-hmm. hey, what the fuck is your problem, man? Get out of here. And, yeah, you know, I like really I think kind they of mixed did that. The, him hiding and, and then also kind of showing himself to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you didn't know 
was it really the killer or was it not the killer? You know, it's like they played it so well. And then even when that one chick was following him um, to go get those pictures back, right. You know, it's like, she just thought it was some weirdo grabbing the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, What was the nursery rhyme? You're talking about the nursery rhyme. I couldn't remember when you said to hum it. It was a Jack in a box. I remember it was the Jack in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Mulberry Mulberry Yes. 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 You know, it all creepy. Yeah. It's like, well, she was stupid anyways to go back there and follow him, but... I know. Very, very true. I yeah, mean, even, it's... Even the, if he's not the serial thing, killer, like, come on. Yeah, yeah that's what that. I'm saying. Like, you you know that this this is an intense uh, themed attraction, right? And you know they're going to be fucking with you. And you signed a waiver for them to fuck with you. And right. then you get mad at them for fucking with you. Even though right. it, that was a serial killer doing it, but she chased him around the corner. And, I, and so mm-hmm. I thought that was a little over the top in it. And like, okay... You guys are getting a little too serious when you knew this was all supposed to be fun. But I get it. They're they're trying to set it up to where when shit does go down, it's you know, it, it means it means something. It's not, not just a joke or or just that whole ah oh, look at this. It's part of the the riot thing. No, this guy's been stalking him. But again, the whole mind con- uh, uh, game that the killer plays with our group being like, because they're like, is this part of the show or is this guy just taking his job way too serious? You know, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, I've been in haunted houses before where they do take it so seriously, and it pisses me off because I hate being touched <laughs> in there, and I am terrified right. of the chainsaw guys. Like, I seriously am so scared of that. I know. And then of course they chase you because the, they know you're so scared. Loud, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and I always think the worst. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this guy could seriously be a killer and have a fucking chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah, or somebody could have tampered with his chainsaw and made it a real one, exactly. and then nobody would know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Nobody like, would know in the morning. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's what scares me. But most um, likely, I, he's just a creep, and he's gonna try and touch you. Probably. Right. But it's that's like the most likely option. It's like fine, whatever. As long as you don't murder me. I mean, I don't want to be like molested by the guy. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's not like, fine, but better of two evils. It's like, it's like yeah. yeah, it's better than dying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh fuck. Like, please just be a pervert. Please just be a pervert. Please yeah, just be a pervert. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad when like that's the better option Uh, i know know. like why did i come to this fucking place yeah so Uh, i have a question for you guys though real quick so when she was watching that chick get murdered in the beginning where she got stabbed Mm -hmm. would you think that was real or would you think that was fake i'm so gullible i would have thought it was yeah i am i would buy everything they can slit someone's throat in front of me and i could have went with that person i thought oh you you got you joined the part of the the show you know, right. and I would have thought, like, again, I, I'm not that, um, uh, I don't have my eagle eyes in the, in a situation like that. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. everything to me is fake in the entire thing. So, yeah, murders could be going around, around me, and I'd be like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have been super skeptical and, and walked over and, and been like, come on, dude, knock it off, and, like, lifted her hand to, like, li- lift <laughs> mm-hmm. her hand and drop it to see if she, like, is actually dead. Look, she's not even really dead. Like I start shaking her and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I swear. Yeah, yeah, I would have probably just moved on to the next maze. I would just, yeah, <laughs> this I don't is know. Some great acting. Yeah, right, <laughs> this right. is great. You should go in this maze. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe in the moment, if you, like, sometimes I feel like you could, you can feel there's something off or whatever. So maybe if you were actually. For real, right. in that moment, you might feel something was off or whatever. But mm-hmm. well, well, just like when we did Hell House, right? That whole scene where mm-hmm. she, the woman's tied up and and she's getting killed, and she's like, "Help, help! This is not part of the show." It's like 
there needs to be a disclaimer on these things, I guess. You know, if someone yeah, yeah. yells this, it's not part of the show. Yeah. Yes. It needs to be illegal uh, to say this is not part of the show. So if they're saying this is not part of the show, then yes it's, then it's, you no, can it's not part of the show yeah. <laughs> exactly. have a safe we, a safe word can we make this illegal to say yeah, it's yeah. not part of the show should be on your ticket stub if mm-hmm. any actor says this please intervene i know before yeah. you buy the ticket you ask them is anyone allowed to say it's not part of the show because if they're saying it then yeah. i'm gonna break it up i'm yeah. moving on other otherwise you we might have yourself a problem houses all around know that <laughs> you guys need safe words and stuff yeah, that's right? not allowed to be said yes yeah <laughs> this one year um so i'm from denver and there's six flags down there mm-hmm. and we went for i be- so alice cooper i believe it was called fright fest i can't remember mm-hmm. but yeah, he yeah. you know would turn the whole amusement park into his haunted houses and shit like that and we're going through the line and my friend this guy is you know coming up fucking with everybody he's part of the haunted house and he is messing with us like crazy so i tell my friend i'm like i dare you to kiss him so he mm-hmm. grabs him and kisses him, and the guy's like, "I'll fucking get you later." And I was like, "Oh yeah, whatever." Whoa. So we're in the <laughs> we're in the haunted house, and it's like, "Oh my god!" So we're in the haunted house, and it's this room that's all white with um, the fog machines and shit, and like kids' toys uh-huh. hanging and music playing. This motherfucker comes out of nowhere and just runs right at us. I have never heard a guy scream that loud <laughs> in my life. He screams his head off, grabs my arm, rips me through the entire haunted house. We missed everything. <laughs> We ran past the chainsaw guy so fucking fast he had no clue we were going by. He didn't even start chainsaw. <laughs> no, he like looked at us like, "What the fuck just happened?" Right. Yeah. Right. It was oh, crazy. Man. It's like, that's, well, that's that was awesome. a waste of fucking thirty dollars because you just ripped <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, that's. I mean, that that will definitely happen to some people. That just that sure. it takes the right thing to get them. And you just can't recover from that, which is, I mean, when we see that with this girl, she, whether it it was real or not, something affected her and she felt like, this is my Mm -hmm. breaking point. I can't get over this. And everyone's like, come on, you're crazy. You're stupid. We're having a good time. The cute guy likes you. Like, just, you know, let's go. And she's like, okay, fine. Okay. I know. Mm -hmm. I felt bad for him. Uh, And I was going to ask if you guys, speaking of him. Like, he had a pretty awesome death, but then the rest of the Ooh. kills, I felt like, were pretty lackluster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the first one, right? Or or the first one of our group. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. there was the girl that got stabbed in the beginning, and then there was, like, the cold open with the girl that got stabbed yeah. and, and hung up as part of the attraction. But uh, I, that would be the one thing that I would say is it's, it's tough because they obviously put so much into this Halloween budget. And I looked up from what mm-hmm. I could tell, it doesn't. It wasn't like they just borrowed some haunted house thing like at the end of it for a night or something like they actually put all this together and they borrowed shit to do it. Oh, wow. wow. So obviously there's a lot of money spent on all of that, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh man, I wish because you only get like six people that die, I think. Yeah. For the most part, they're just stabs. Yeah. Except for the guy that got stabbed with a screwdriver in the eye or something like that. uh, Right. Or blade through the eyeball. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. The. Our uh, the dude that got his head smashed with the, with the hammer. With yeah, that the was game. pretty dope, though. That was awesome. That <laughs> was awesome. I, I actually was like, I was watching it and I just kind of took that whole step back. Like, whoa, that was awesome. Yeah. And well, then we, it did we had set the, it up the to guillotine where... fake out thing that didn't that really pay cool. off. Well, yeah. it didn't pay off because 
they he's he does it and then her head doesn't get cut off and then she just gets out Perfect. of it and runs away and then he just grabs her and stabs her a bunch of times and it's like yeah exactly oh man we had a whole we had to sit through all this bullshit with this guillotine for like five minutes of the movie and then he just stabbed her to death in the stomach yeah i would have been exactly i would have been happier if it was like a failed attempt and another failed attempt it took like five whacks to get her head off yeah and, and they get like, deeper every time and just that suffering yeah he should have like kicked her head in half like in high tension <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I just kicked the dresser through the through her head. Yeah. Like I oh, fuck this blade. Yeah, just like God. boom. But that's kind of funny that when the blade play. came down and it just hit her in the back of the neck and she passed out. I was like, that's exactly what would happen on those little fake props because that that just was really cool mm -hmm. like that. I, I was glad to see not just a clean cut and you know. Yeah. But I, yeah, I thought so he it, was gonna do it again and again and again. Yeah, I like that it didn't work. He just should have like yeah. done something yeah. else. Like he jumped, he got up and jumped on it or something. <laughs> but uh, that, I mean, that would really be my biggest criticism of it because I think everything else was was pretty sure. well done, well executed. There, you know, mm -hmm. there's not a lot you can say that was worthy of being critical. I mean, you know, it's it's a fun movie, so right. there's there's right. not like a deep plot or anything. It's kind of just the same movie repackaged with a lot of cool shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I would I would have loved to have seen just like a little bit more gore. Like maybe just have a few less people in costumes and then yeah, have yeah. have her head get split in half. Yeah, Kick, kicked in half. Yeah, have her <laughs> kicked in the top just with cracks off boots. and her brain falls out. <laughs> Right. Oh gosh! Yeah, there was a lot of stabbing. So, like you guys were saying, yeah. you know, the the best ones was his head being smashed and mm -hmm. exploding, and then the Oriental guy getting the freaking ice pick through his eye. That was yeah. eyeball shit and teeth. Those. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god! I can't yeah, stand teeth, those. I hate. Ugh, gross like me stuff. out. That would just be horrible. Horrible way to die. Yeah. Yeah, like if you got your eye stabbed and then your teeth smashed. Oh man. <laughs> Jeez. Well, come on, both. What if you can get your eye stabbed with your teeth? Oh. Yeah, right. Do and we, some jammed to... in your ear. <laughs> yeah, right. Those are like the three worst. Yeah, did you have to did you have to go that far? Come on. <laughs> just one wasn't enough. Do two this person's or three. just fucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Uh but cool. Well why don't we we can kinda of go around and just give sort of a final thought of the movie and, and tell yeah. everyone what we what our rating would be. So if you want to start off, Marco. Sure. So Everything that we said, I love. I actually really, really, really like this film. Almost to that borderline of loving it, right? Um, mm -hmm. I, I this is actually something I would really watch again, and just like even knowing what happened. And of course, there's you know they're trying to set it up for a sequel, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And I hear there's talks of maybe one. I don't know, but oh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But could be. and I think that honestly, like the use of Tony Todd in this film is. To me, I, I loved every minute of it because his voice is in it more than he's in it, right? He he has this little cameo, but throughout the entire Hellfest, he's voiceovering every ride, every attraction, everything that's yeah. going on, and you know yeah. that's him because he's got yep. that distinctive voice. And I thought that was brilliant to add him in the movie without really adding him, you know, until he plays that um, the guillotine uh, gimmick when he comes out. I thought that was right, right. really really cool. And again, the aesthetics in this film are amazing, like. This is something of a real haunted attraction theme park thing, you know, is, and they, I think they nailed it. And to find and to see that this is something they put together and just, just go to like uh, Horror Nights or something and film it there and put together, they did an amazing job. You know, mm -hmm. they yes. added a lot of good, scary elements to it. Like I said, with mm -hmm. the kids scene and everything, it was, it was great. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like right at that borderline loving the film. Sure, sure. Yeah. And what about you, Rhiannon? 
I'm going to agree with the loving it. You know, this is the second time I've seen it. It kind of gave me the feel of, you know, like the teenage slashery ones. You know, I know yes. you did last summer, Scream, right. stuff like that. So yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, I would love to be in a movie like that. I think that would be so much fun. Um, having yeah. Tony Todd, like you said, that was awesome. Um, mm. I really think all the actors were great. There wasn't anybody I was like, ugh, they kind of right. sucked. I thought they were all right. good. Yes. Um, yeah. Cinematography was great. So I I loved it. Cool. Yeah. And they didn't really do the, they didn't do like the one asshole of the group. Like right. there was guys like the, they're kind of doing this new group thing where the the hot athletic guy is not necessarily an asshole. He's just <laughs> he's just kind of like not the nice guy or whatever. You know, he's, he's right. not a dick, right. but he's not like the sweet guy either. So I like that they're kind of doing mm -hmm. that because I, I get bored of having like the one asshole character. Right. Mm -hmm. like, why, uh, like, why are they like his the, friends? Uh, yeah. The yeah. Trent from Friday the 13th remake. <laughs> oh, that guy's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the 2009 one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With Jared Padalecki? Yeah. And the one guy, the like blonde haired rich guy douche in the middle. Oh, yes. He was a fucking prick. I know. <laughs> it's like they, they went so far over the top, but whatever. Well, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm right kind of in that same range of, of really liking it, almost loving it. Mm -hmm. I think I love this movie for a Halloween movie. I yeah, think yeah. It, it doesn't work as well as not a halloween movie just because that's like the whole gimmick of the movie is there's there's not a lot of gore there's some cool actors there's a ton of cool shit that happens a lot of time and attention to detail is spent on mm -hmm. the set design and the extras and the props and the you know like a like we all mentioned the scene with the fucking creepy kids coming out and, and taking yeah. their hands and the f smoke machines. Like it's just, it's so intense. The, I, I want to go there. Right. The Halloween. <laughs> I really want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Atmosphere. Kind of. Right. <laughs> yeah. Without the killer. Kind of besides the murder. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to not catch his attention. Yes. So. Yeah, exactly. You have to Put be a mask on. just act scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the I mean, I love all that stuff. Um, I think, like I said, it doesn't work outside of Halloween too much, but it's something right, right. that is super fun to watch at Halloween time. And it has good rewatchability because there is so much stuff going on. So like, yes, it's one of those movies where you could watch it and in a large portion of the movie, be paying attention to the stuff that's not the main actor, actresses, mm -hmm. whatever on screen. So you could just watch the background of the movie and see all kinds of cool shit happening, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, definitely a good time. I definitely would recommend this for a Halloween watch. And if you've never seen it, it's it's worth checking out, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I agree. Okay, so we are going to take a quick break here, and we will come back to talk about I Am Not a Serial Killer. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's empty. No, I'm telling you that he was just here. I just had to crawl under this thing to get away from him. He was grabbing at All me. All right, look, I know the scares aren't supposed to be in the bathroom, but if you can't even identify him, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know. Shut down the park, call the cops, do something other than are, this. Are you hurt? What? Did he physically hurt you? I mean, he grabbed at me. I'm not right, Unless there is an actionable charge, there's nothing I can do. You're not understanding a thing that I'm saying. This guy has been stalking us since the second we got here. Which guy? The guy with the mask from the Night Bumps ride. You just described 15 people that work in this park. You know how many complaints I get like this a night? Great, well, mine's valid, so what are you gonna do with that? Holy shit. What? It's the photos of you and Gavin. Oh my god. Okay, no, no, wait, who's Gavin? He's our friend that was supposed to meet us like an hour ago. He must have Gavin's phone. Yeah, I think your friend Gavin is pranking you. 
All right, look, you came here to be scared, right? I can't arrest people for doing their job. Welcome to Hellfest. talk about our second movie i am not a serial killer from 2016 uh this one did you guys know that the the kid in this what the fuck was his name john he um he was in that where the wild things movie are as like a little kid oh he's been like no i didn't know that yeah he was like a little kid actor oh he was Uh, a great actor well i I don't remember wild things i remember the kid but i don't remember the movie but um sure sure he was good in this movie so this movie is about our lead character this this kid john who's i don't know high school age boy Mm -hmm. and he appears to have signs of being a sociopath which we're kind of introduced to early on that he's he they, they live in this small minnesota town i believe it is minnesota based on the accents and the filming location was minnesota um it, but they, they, you know, they're kind of isolated, small town. Everyone knows each other. Um, he goes to this therapist for this sort of sociopath thing, and he kind of introduces this set of rules that he has and code that he lives by to keep himself from hurting anybody because he knows that hurting people is bad. He just doesn't understand. Understand, right. Like, why? But he knows it is, so he just kind of follows that. But mm-hmm. anyways, he is... Uh, sort of curious about this series of murders that's going on in his area because he has a fascination with death in general and his mom also happens to be a, um, I don't know what you call the, the people that cut up the bodies Mortician? and bomb them yeah that's it uh, so she's she's doing that and he works with her and, and he's all involved with like dead bodies and surgery and stuff so yeah on top of that <laughs> right so and, and he's obsessed with this this killer that's going through the town that's kind of a small town mm-hmm. and he quickly kind of discovers that it's his next door neighbor or his across the street neighbor who's super old ass christopher lloyd right. <laughs> and um 
he confronts him and there's the so there's kind of a supernatural thing going on with Christopher Lloyd. He's not just mm-hmm. like an old man serial killer. He's actually got some monster stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of this mixture of um, our, our lead. I keep wanting to call him Max because that I think is his real name. And that's oh. what his name was in the other movie. But he's uh, John. John is uh, he's kind of dealing with how to deal with someone that's a killer that's showing human element signs of emotion it's some sort of a monster right and he's not a killer but he doesn't understand that so he can't connect to this person that's doing that that has sort of the same emotions as him so it's a lot of kind of him figuring out how people think and operate and and sort of the study of of humanity and and love and connection and right a lot of that kind of um thing going on at the same time all well we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this these murders and this monster yeah. old man guy. Mrs. Cleaver, take a seat, please. John, adolescence can be a difficult time. It's normal to be interested in the world and all of its problems. Normal to be drawn to death and murder. But unfortunately, you can go too far down that road. Too far away from well, normal thoughts. What do you say, John? I'm interested in how many times you felt it was necessary to say the word normal. Yeah. <laughs> Monster old awesome. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. So I, I know, I think both of you guys said you had not heard of this one or not seen no. it at least, right? No. Seen or heard. Same. Right, so well, I guess why don't we start with uh, with you, Rhiannon. What's your just sort of initial impression of this one? So going into it, I didn't really know what to expect of it, you know, because I had never heard of it. I'd never seen it. Right. Um, but through the whole entire thing, just everything kind of, it keeps you where you're like, what the fuck is going to happen? What's going on? Right. Who is it? You know, and so the mm-hmm. whole time you think it's the kid and then just all of a sudden it switches. And then the ending was like, what? the fuck like i was not <laughs> expecting that so yeah, all of it was just right. crazy and it's it kept me really entertained it kept me interested through the whole entire thing sure sure yeah because you're like are we getting a sort of nostalgia piece of you know the kids on bikes set right. in a small town exploring a mystery murder situation mm-hmm. like are we getting that kind of a movie or are we getting like young dexter type of a movie or mm-hmm. yeah you know, and it's, the... it's got kind of all these different things are we getting like a weird sort of cthulhu type movie which is <laughs> what we got to like, i didn't even <laughs> think about there. that yeah. until the end i was like whoa but the whole time you're thinking yeah. it's a kid you know i was mm-hmm. like this kid's a fucking psycho he's killing people so you always expect that through the movie until it starts doing those twists yeah right, well, until we, right. we actually see the guy attack someone that he yeah him, actually see him attacking you're like oh oh uh, so what what about you marco what was your initial impression of this one yeah say uh same where i didn't know what to expect so i was just kind of in for the ride and uh going along when we find out this series of murders are going in there um i didn't think it was the kid but i thought the kid was trying to find the killer to relate to him to join him like to be his apprentice right, right, or to, right. that's what i was thinking that it was alluding to but no, he, like he, this kid had the major conflict going back and forth where he wanted to stop as soon as he, he never told on him. He never like told the authorities he knows who did it, but right. at the same time, he's trying to stop him. 
and almost get like revenge on the killer for killing it. It was like a weird tug of war thing that the kid was going through. And uh, mm-hmm. where this where this movie and you know me, Paul, where this movie grabbed me was when it turned into a monster film. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah. The whole time he's a monster. I love it. It's so Lovecraftian. It's awesome. Yeah, and they yep. build it up slow, like the first time. I mean, we really never like see a ton of monster until it's at the like end. It's like implied. But, yeah, it's it, it was almost first, like um, the first kill with yeah, the ahead, guy sorry. on the ice, and he and you just kind of see from far away through the trees yeah. as it's like the John's perspective that we're watching him just right, kind of peeking right. at him. And you see the and guy's hand kind of turns into like a black spike and stabs him, and you're yeah. like, "Hmm, yeah." That? And I didn't think that was—I didn't think that was literal. I thought that was was just he was seeing him as a monster. I didn't think that right. was real. You know, when in the shadows in the windows where he had like the spikes or or like the weird hair, and it was never really shown the monster, but it was like implied of this beast-like thing. Mm-hmm. And it was always from John's perspective. So I I was just thinking, oh, the movie's just telling us that when he's a killer, metaphorically speaking, he's a monster. But not sure, physically, sure. you know. I never thought it would become like a physical being, which it did, which was amazing. Right. A weird, but amazing. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of this movie is really carried by how well this kid plays this role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which it, they do a good job with intersplicing the clips of him with with his psychiatrist or whatever his therapist that he's talking mm-hmm. to, and that kind of gives you the understanding of what this kid actually is and what he's going through without being like, Oh, let me sit down and tell you what my son is or something. Like it's, it's not, it's like in your face, but it's not in your face at the same time, I guess, you know, it's not the most obvious dumb way that they could do it, but they still (laughs) spelled it out well enough where you you get what's happening. You know, he, he he has these nice little sessions with the therapist. Right. Um, I love the part at the Halloween party when he like, it goes off on the kid that's, that's bullying him. And he, yes, Brilliant. Just kind of unloads about, you know, well, I have this thing where I don't know how to not hurt people. So I just if they say something mean, I compliment them and smile. And he yeah. kind of low key threatens to like cut him open and see what's inside. The analogy of, of like a box. I look at people yeah. like a box. And Pretty on the outside. Exact address <laughs> and like what time it goes to bed or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was. Oh, my God. I was dying at that part. I thought it was funny. I thought it was brilliant. Like real good delivery on that part um and such an effect i just love the bully's reaction like that was awesome you deserve everything you get you know mm-hmm. okay. yeah yeah uh and with so- the spike thing i didn't even notice that was a spike i just thought that christopher lloyd was so fast with whatever weapon he had they just yeah, pulled it out yeah. and stabbed him that's what i thought right 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 yeah because it's it it is kind of like it makes you think was that something different or not right when- when you know, then you know. You know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. you don't, you don't know at the time. Exactly. Yeah. And so you're not thinking, oh, he's got a monster inside of him that he's turning into like a black Terminator spike thing. So. Mm-hmm. And then he rips out his lung and replaces it with the other guy's lung. Is that what he did in mm-hmm. that in the ice scene? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. He was replaced. So Christopher Lloyd, his character in this is he's replenishing his body by killing people and taking organs and uh, trying to revitalize right. himself. You know. Yeah, and, right. and it's all you know, to like stay impl- alive with this yes. woman so that his body doesn't die. Yes. So he can be with her, basically. It's a love mm-hmm. story. Yes. Yeah. Which it was is. actually sweet in the fun. end. You're like, oh. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I love it when, you know, sometimes when a movie does it where, yeah, he's a monster and he's killing people and stuff, but it, that overall purpose sometimes when the monster is just 
doing it to survive. It's not necessarily just an act of evil. Right. It's it means a lot more. It's not just a just a blind movie of somebody sure, rampaging sure. through the streets. You know, which well, it's, again, it's those like the opposite movies, of the first movie, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those movies have its place, right? But when you put a little mm-hmm. bit more meaning into it, and you know, he's doing it in the suffering of others. I I find that kind of writing and that kind of storytelling is like that. It's cool because you know life feeds on life and it's a real that's it that is a real thing absolutely mm-hmm. yeah uh what what do you guys think about see i was i guess i was having a little bit of trouble understanding what john's intentions were through a lot of the middle of the movie and i know like, yeah Robert, you had kind of mentioned it too um was he trying to like connect with the guy because he was a killer and he thought that he might be a killer and he could like learn right. something that's was what it I was because thinking, this right. guy had some sort of mm-hmm. like connection to a person and and but also was like him so he thought he could like learn something there like right. I was it felt like it was hard to really tell what he was doing and then he wants to like threaten him by assaulting his wife and sending him a picture but like, <laughs> exactly I'm like I, I let a lot of it just kind of fall into well he's a stupid kid that doesn't know what he's <laughs> doing so he's just right kind of doing dumb shit like following people around and being nosy yeah. And, yeah, but did I don't know what what did you think, Rhiannon? Did you think any deeper about like what he was really trying to accomplish with the whole thing? I was I thinking I he, was think he was more... trying to like kill him right away, but then later it was like he wanted to kill him. Right. Yeah, I was thinking he was more morbidly obsessed with killing people, and he mm-hmm. knew he couldn't do it or shouldn't do it, so he was living mm-hmm. through someone else. So he was hoping right. he would see more. He was hoping that he could watch and kind of sit back and not be the one to do it. Right. And so that that's what I felt how what he was doing. Yeah, because yeah. then it, he sends him the letter or whatever, puts a letter that says, like, I know what you're doing. And then the guy stops doing it and he starts getting all sick. Yeah. And it's almost like he's bummed out, like, oh, shit. Yeah. And like, now I said that and then he's not going out and doing it anymore. And the kid's just extra nosy and starts kind of poking around even deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to taunt him, movie... make him do it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the movie dealt with a lot of John and his lack of emotion to human right. contact and all that stuff, right? He doesn't know what love is. Like, there was a scene where he even uh, tells his mom, it's like, you know, the killer could kill you, and I wouldn't care, you know? It was right, that. Right. So he's searching through emotion through this whole thing. There's a reason why he didn't turn him into the cops. He didn't care that this guy was killing people. At the same right. time, he even, like, like there's a weird, there, there's a lot more to be discussed there, too, but he when he confronted, um, I forget Christopher Lloyd's name in the film, but well, I think it's Crowley. Is, okay, Oh yeah, Mr. Crowley, I forget. Um, when he confronts him, he asks him, "All I want to know is, it did it hurt?" And and he looked at him. He's like, "What?" He's like, "When you ripped your lung out, did it hurt?" And it's so you, you kind of right. go like, "Okay, so this kid is more curious on human emotions and more curious on how to act normal, what's normal, what's not, and all you know, run the gambit on that." So mm-hmm. his first question to him is not, "Why are you killing him?" He just kind of like knew he was killing him. And taking body parts, you just want to know if it hurt, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, right. it, that's again, it, it opens up a whole board of of discussion on John's motivation in this thing. And I just, and at first, I thought he was like, okay, he's just a sociopath, uh, clinically, dis, you know, uh, pers- or, um, uh, identified as one, and didn't know how to act. And then now. He wanted to like follow the serial killer to join him, uh, you know that typical kind of trope thing going on. But no, I think there's a lot more to it where 
John is searching for any emotion, meaning, you know, being it's pain, love, hate, everything, because he doesn't know what it is. So sure, sure. it changes, yeah. you know, again, I can watch a film again and be like something totally different. Right. Yeah. I, I, I went into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to like understand some things from watching this because like we joked in the beginning about like me. Mm-hmm having problems with my emotions or whatever, but I'm definitely not on the level of where this kid is at. That's for sure. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like I, I care about some things. I just like, I'm, I'm more of a, I have trouble with human connection. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and enjoyment. I struggle with those. I just hate people. A lot of us introverts. Yeah, are. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. I'm very comfortable talking on a microphone, uh, but in public, not so yeah. much. Or like if you see your friends out or like people you know, you like try to avoid eye contact so they don't come up and talk to you. Oh yeah, totally. You're like I totally don't time. see them here. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. I don't go into the building if I see them go in. <laughs> like yeah. I don't. I don't. I'll come back later. I'm like okay. not today, folks. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, me too. That's funny. I could. I could just deliver this package tomorrow. It's funny. Yeah. I won't eat it today. Can wait. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'll home go through drive-through. Exactly. Oh, Especially like if it's Donald not a friend, is. but like someone you know is going That's... to say something. Exactly. Yeah. Someone's in a super casual acquaintance, and you're like, oh, they're probably going to say something. Yeah. Why yeah. Do they talk. Why do they have to talk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I love that the kid's name is John Wayne Cleaver. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, did you want your kid to be a killer? Like, <laughs> she was conditioning him for that. And yeah, you still I know. have him working at the morgue. You still have him, open, uh, you know, watching the bodies get embalmed. You still have, mm-hmm. and and he's, you know, <laughs> a sociopath. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, um, I, dead bodies. That's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's interested in them, and he's like staring at them weird. And you're just like, oh, yeah. one day he'll he'll grow up and move out. Right. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I I love the we mentioned in kind of the beginning that this movie goes from Halloween mm-hmm. into winter time. And I love that it kind of follows this longer period of time. It's not just like, right. oh, one week in the life of this kid. It's right. It's obviously passing several months. So we're getting sort of a progression slowly that they're just elapsing it to show the highlights right. here and there. But, mm-hmm. um, and, and the, the area where they do it, it, it definitely has this great small town folksy, mm-hmm. you know, crappy coffee diner. Yeah. It's snowy. Everyone drives old shitty cars. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's got that cool old timey feel, but it's not it's not old. It's just feels right. old, you know. Yeah, it's real and, uh, trap. I think it does that really well. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. It's uh, it's yeah, got a great did, it was atmosphere good. for this. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think honestly, to, just to add on that, I think if it was in a different setting, I don't think it would have made such an impact. I think it would have been a way different movie if it was in a big city. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know? Um, well, he wouldn't have gotten away with it so easy had it been a bigger city. Yeah, that's true. That is true. There weren't very many cops. <laughs> right. They all died. <laughs> two, yeah, two cops, and they're both dead. I called yep. the cops, and they're both dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I forgot what I was gonna say before, but uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. I um, I love the the little bit of monster stuff that we get here and there and whatever, mm-hmm. but I think. This is another one, like the first movie, that it doesn't... I mean, I guess it has a lot of bodies, but it doesn't, kind of. There's not a lot of, like, people getting killed on screen or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like it doesn't have... It doesn't need to be there as much in this movie. Like, this one right. really 
in the other movie, you feel like, well, this is like this crazy over-the-top Halloween movie, so I want to see like blood splattering and right, uh, guts right. and shit. But in this movie, you're like, oh, yeah, an off-screen kill is fine or, or just seeing the aftermath or mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. And then they do cool gore practical stuff with the autopsies and stuff. So yes. Yeah. Yes. They definitely still still hit a, uh, a certain level of gore in this movie with that mm-hmm. type of shit. But yeah, Absolutely. it didn't have to be... Like, I didn't necessarily... If anything, I would have liked to have seen a little more with the guy having kind of monster stuff attached to him or whatever, which I get that mm-hmm. they probably didn't have the budget to make it look good, so they just didn't show it very much instead of just making it a CGI turd, <laughs> like a lot of movies would do. They're like, let's right. show it a lot, but we'll just make it look really shitty. Right. That's all we can afford. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, they, they show it a little bit here and there. I would have liked to have seen more, you know, tentacles coming out of his mouth or some fucking crazy shit like that. That would be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. He was like a blob of blackness. I know. Yeah, he was like he an oil have, slick. Yeah, with yeah. just like Christopher Lloyd's head on like a blob with tentacles. He's <laughs> 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 like, Marty, don't tell me about the future. <laughs> or that I'm I a demon. Know. <laughs> right. I'm a demon. And what was he? Was he a demon? Was he an alien? Like, um, what the hell was he? Well, John was John. He, he, he was doing a bunch of research uh, on serial killers, right? And also mm-hmm. with his books, he had the witchcraft books and vampires and stuff. And there was a picture there, and it had the picture of what he turned into, or uh, simulated what he turned into at the end. And on the stake, he had like a kidney on a stake and a lung and a heart and stuff like that. So. In there, in the in that research monologue or uh, montage or whatever he was doing in the library, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I'm sure if you go back to that scene, you can pretty much find out what he was researching, what he was fixated on, and that's right. exactly what Christopher Lloyd was. And it was some sure, sort yeah, of yeah. demon. He was, you know, a demon, but uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, but he was in love. The demon was in okay. love. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they have obviously this. Oh, this he was thing a loving the... demon. Yeah. Right. Unless he says, I don't know, whatever it is, it obviously possesses a human body or some yeah. kind of shit. Takes yeah. a human form of yeah. some kind. And that he mm-hmm. said that he tries to stay human because, mm-hmm. you know, he just wants to be there for her, uh, unfortunately. Well, yeah, you can't walk around hurt town. hurt a lot of people. As, you so. know, yeah, you can't walk around town in a normal form. It's too disturbing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I wonder if he, if he, like, revealed himself to her, like, way later down the road if she would have been. <laughs> Maybe do you think she knew? I I think she did. Yeah, I think so too. I don't know. Yeah, like in the ending part where she's talking to to John, it doesn't. I I was almost waiting for her to say something. Yeah. About it, but she never does, and so I'm like, is she just not saying anything? Because they also kind of left it that he was just missing. They never pinned the murders on him or anything. Right. Right. In order to sort of preserve, I felt like they did that to sort of preserve it for her sake. Of, yeah. Then she didn't find out that he was something else. Well, I I like like I like it better in my mind to think that the wife knew that he was this oh, yeah. demon the whole, all the time. You know, but yeah, she just like, kept this, fuck. But she was in love with him. You know, she was yeah. in love with mm-hmm. him. Yeah, I I think that that in my mind serves as a better story than her just not knowing and this is going around around her. Yeah, she's the real sociopath. Yes. Yeah, crazy bitch. Right. She's like, yeah, keep keep killing motherfuckers. I don't want to be single. Exactly. Selfish. Life is so lonely without you. He starts coughing one day. She's like, hey, go get a fucking lung, asshole. I'm tired of listening to you cough. All right, babe, I'll be back. Oh, fine. I have I have to get into my forty foot long Cadillac to go drive. Uh, whatever the fuck that car was. The car was big as hell. Yeah, it was. It was huge. And uh-huh. I thought I it was weird. The- him. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was gonna say I love that that part just with the car where he he calls him on the phone and the guy's on the cell phone. And he oh, gets in the great. car and he's oh. driving and he hears the car in real life and through the phone. And he's like, "What was yeah. that? Uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing. I'm totally not driving to come kill you or anything." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that was a really clever scene. It yeah. was. That would make your heart just jump like, "Oh shit!" I know. Yep. Um, uh, I thought oh, it was weird how you know, like he just killed in the middle of the street. That's what I was like. How yeah. the hell would you even pull that <laughs> off? Like he didn't even care. Just right in the middle of the street. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess because it's it, it falls into that small town thing. There's nobody around at night. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's cold. No one wants to go outside. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody, you know, is in there with the doors unlocked and, you know, it's a very safe, even though it's a serial killer on the loose. Everybody's just ah, mm-hmm. laissez-faire. Right, right. <laughs> no, it's pretty sweet. I like the I like the setting there, the setup of it. It makes it it, it does help it quite a bit. Um, yes. Uh, and then just kind of the way that this movie is, is structured and filmed. There's a lot of cool stuff in this. A lot of, um, again, with like sort of stocky type of stuff and a lot of like moving cameras going down hallways. Cool effect mm-hmm. of... of you know the the camera in movement is always a a big winner for me. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of places, a big scope in this movie. They're kind of all over the place: rooftops and offices and parks and churches. And you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. got a pretty big yeah. scope as far as that too, which they really show you a lot of this town and um, and just you know overall, everyone I, I feel like is pretty solid. I, yep. I guess if uh, if you guys want, we can kind of. Sp- spiral into our final thoughts about it sure sure um and i was already sort of going down that path so i'm like well i'll just I'll just transition to that sure. and <laughs> yeah. i'll start us off then i guess uh yeah I'd, i don't have a lot to criticize in this movie other than i, f- I feel like it it sort of gets a little a little bit meandery in the middle of the movie where you're, you're kind of like or oh, what are we doing here movie is is he following mm-hmm. kind of what we talked about is is he threatening the guy? Is he trying to bust him? Is he trying to kill yeah. the guy? Does he care if he's killing? Does he not care if he's killing? Like we get a little bit lost in all of that, and you start to, you know, get a little bit tempted to pick up your phone and start checking shit out <laughs> and, and not paying attention. Right. But then it it totally picks back up when you get later into the movie when you get past the Christmas stuff and the guy's chasing him and it's just you know chaos and the big confrontation at the end the big monster reveal at the end and stuff like it's it, it definitely redeems itself in the second half right. of the movie and starts out super strong so yeah, yeah i don't have a lot of criticism other than that really no. like it doesn't need a lot of gore it doesn't mm-hmm. i mean it has the acting is fine everyone is is good enough and does it's really just this one kid and and the old man it's not all the other characters are kind of small pieces here and there so right mm-hmm. uh but no i would say it's it's a movie that I love, it's it's very low on the love scale. Like it's not mm-hmm. it's not an all time classic or anything like that. But it's it's more than something that I would say I really like it to where I love this movie. It's it's um a good one that I think I'd like to rewatch to try. I've I've seen it once like a year or two ago and then saw mm-hmm. it again just now. So I'd I'd like to rewatch it now, fresher eyes and pick apart some of the things that are happening like the stuff you mentioned marco with the shit in the book and Mm -hmm. try and Mm -hmm. and put all of those pieces at the beginning together with what happens at the end yeah what's happening so but yeah definitely something that i love i i would i would say for sure check this one out Uh, yeah marco what do you have to say yeah man everything you said even even your uh the the small criticism that you had for it i had the same the same thing we're in the middle of it 
I was trying to figure out John's motive in it, and I still don't know. Like, you really still do not know his motive. You just know what he went through, and, and maybe there is mm-hmm. no motive. He was just trying to, like, discover on his own. Who knows? But um, Yeah, he's just like a dumb, nosy kid. <laughs> yeah. It's also a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like the kid but going I, through his parents' drawers, like, the fuck out of there. What are you trying to yeah. do? I don't know. Just see what's in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and immediately regret it. But, yeah, so when um, – Going through this movie, I was like, okay, I like this. I like it. I like it. I like it. As soon as it became a monster film, I fucking love it. I love this film. I don't like all-time favorite love it. It's one of those, I love this film. You know, it's like cool, A, you know, A minus kind of deal. I was like, that that had me. Everything makes sense now. It made everything that just right. watched worth it um, because of the reasoning behind what the monster was doing the whole time. It was like, this is, this is so cool. So Lovecraftian. It's not even funny. I love it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. What about you, Rhiannon? I really, really, I really liked it. Really enjoyed it. Loved the story. Um, I would definitely watch it again. I would recommend it. I can't say it's like my favorite movie or I was like, right. was like, oh my God, I love this movie so much. But it was good. It kept mm-hmm. me entertained. It kept me wondering through the whole thing, like, what the hell is going on? Um, I think the kid was a great actor and he played that yes. part so good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. Christopher Lloyd, we all love him. So, of course, he did yeah. good. Right. Um, the monster to me was it was cool, but it was a little disappointing because I kind of expected more scary, I guess. Yeah, it was a little bit goofy. Like it yeah. was a big old head. It should have been it more. It should have been more like Cthulhu ish. Yeah, yeah. would have yeah. been pretty sick. Something that was really scary, but I mean, they did good. I I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Nice, and I I think we all agree that it it has sort of rewatchability to try and. Yeah, it's, I, I love with movies that have mystery and, and like multiple layers like that to then knowing what happens to go back and mm-hmm. watch it again. And mm-hmm. Normally, this would be something that I probably would have tried to watch twice and I just didn't have the time to. So, right. right. Uh, it's, it's definitely something I will try to get back to, though, and maybe I can learn some things. Cool. Or, no, wait, not learn things. <laughs> no, that's bad. Exactly. Focus. I mean, I'm a demon. No, wait, I'm not. Uh, uh, no, uh, I think that that's that's pretty good. This this worked out good. It's a good pair of movies where, yeah, yeah, like one is so different from the other one, but they also are very modern, so they they kind of go together in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talked about, we have the the killer with seemingly no motive, and then killer with all the motive explained. Right, and we have you know. A bunch of shitty kids that are running around at a crazy amusement park, and then we have like a drab ass, you know, one kid riding around on his bike and yeah. then, like, <laughs> in the snow and shit, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be hard too, riding your bike in the snow. Absolutely. I gotta give that kid props. <laughs> uh, well, I go run in the snow, but. Oh, geez. You're crazy. I actually love it because there's nobody out. It's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's like, we're it's... staying inside. Yeah, I'm like, perfect. I can kill people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shirt comes off, I go running. That's right. In the winter. In to the see world. a guy with no shirt running in the winter. <laughs> uh, no, I definitely don't run with no shirt on. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, it's funny because I, I say I'm a wimp about it, which obviously if you are doing it, you're not a wimp. But I'm like, I am so cold the whole time. Like I have to wear a bunch of layers and, and right. like, I look like the kid from Christmas Story. Just like <laughs> running all over. fucking bundled up. <laughs> You're running yeah. sideways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mom sewed my mittens to my jacket, so I wouldn't lose them. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh, no, that's man. not true. My mom doesn't know how to sew. 
<laughs> Actually, she might. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Mom, can you know. sew some mittens for me? <laughs> I know. Into my jacket? <laughs> yeah, right. I keep losing them. This is bullshit. <laughs> Every time I stop to kill people. I mean, I don't kill people. Like, <laughs> like, whenever I, I burn stop, the gloves. Yeah, you just, whenever I stop not to kill somebody. See? Yeah. I help people. <laughs> Nobody takes in that, you know, into credit. You know, uh, I, I didn't kill you, you know? Yeah. Right. To be fair, at some point during it, they were yelling, help me, help me. <laughs> this is not part of the show. This is not part of the show. Right. right. <laughs> so I stopped to help them. Yeah, totally helped. And their lives. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I wonder if, like, with this kid, like, the, there's always the afterthought, too, with this. Is he going to go on to just, like, continue some sort of therapy? Because they make the joke at the end about... <laughs> you know does he does he have to see another therapist about losing his therapist or whatever like it seems kind of stupid or something i forgot right, right. exactly how he worded it but <laughs> yeah yeah i wonder he's, how he's going to a therapist about the death of my other therapist my former therapist yeah. or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> poor kid he's gonna be traumatized forever he is i know maybe he'll turn over a new leaf now and he'll fall in love Maybe that one girl. That know. one girl was hot for him too. That she girl's like, party. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, and he totally just blew her off. She's like, "You want some punch?" She's like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> I'm like, "What is wrong with this kid?" Oh wait, yeah, I get it. He's, he's that kid. He doesn't care about her. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that was funny too. She's got his attention by saying murder stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cute. <laughs> no. We can arrange for you to see a grief counselor, if you'd like. I think that seeing a second therapist to talk about my first therapist seems kind of disloyal. Nibbling would have laughed at that. Get the switch, John. So, uh, before we go, as promised, uh, Rian, and uh, I want to thank you for yes, joining thank us. thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. It was fun. Yeah, definitely. And before we do leave, uh, just let everyone know where they could find your podcast and and uh, what you sort of have coming up with that. Okay. Um, so again, it's called Sacrificial Terror Podcast. We're on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, the podcast is going to be in a movie as well called Normal Terror, which you can find updates on that on Sacrificial Pawn Productions. Um, I'm yes. also, yeah, I'm also an author and my, I have three books coming out, but the first one's getting released on October 7th called, um, Broken Halo and it's book one of the Broken Halo series. So that's available on Amazon. Um, Crazy Ink Publishing is my publishing company. So I want to thank them for taking me on and doing that for me. It's amazing. Very cool. Um, I also have a personal page that, you know, I also keep up with the podcast, my book, my modeling, stuff like that. Uh, it's called, well, it's on Facebook and it's Rihanna Nicole Zombie Barbie. So that's pretty much it. Perfect. I'll uh, include as many of those links as I can and whatever social media posts and stuff when we put this out. Thank you. And uh, I think we never really got to talk too much about actual Halloween stuff because we were goofing around so much in the beginning. <laughs> oh, Do yeah. you, uh, w one thing I had asked the other two women that were on was if you had any sort of like Halloween movie recommendations, obviously, you know, we know the classics, but if you had any sort of like a, a fun one that you grew up with or something like that, that you wanted to throw out a few Halloween movie recommendations for people. Hmm. Well, I mean, 
always the classics. You know, I I am a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan, so I mm-hmm. always, always, always watched. Like the other day, I sure. watched all of them in one day, just okay. because that's oh, my that's favorite. Nice. Um, so you do a lot of the not necessarily Halloween movies, but just just ones horror. That you feel have the right theme, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'll do nice, that. Nice. I'll binge watch. You know, all of the. Um, uh, what was I just saying? All of Nightmare on Elm Streets, all of the Evil mm-hmm. Deads, all of the Halloweens. Like that, to me, those are my Halloween movies. Even though I sure, watch sure. them year-round, that's still what I love. Sure. Um, yes. I'm trying to think Halloween-wise what I like. You know, everybody likes Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, it's sure. Christmas or Halloween, whatever. So I watched that one. Um, Hocus Pocus. I mean, obviously, these aren't horror, but these are ones that I love to Halloween. watch. Oh, they're yeah, ha- yeah. They're Halloween, you know. Yeah. yeah. Halloween movies. Absolutely. And then Halloween Town, I love Halloween Town. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> it's like I like I'm some not of those Ernest kid movies. Stupid. Yeah, my my <laughs> go-to is Great Pumpkin. Stupid. Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown has to be watched. <laughs> right, which always makes me laugh because of in, in the movie Trick or Treat, where he's like, Charlie Brown is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, go carve your pumpkin or go watch Charlie Brown. The Great Pumpkin is Charlie Brown's an asshole. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That fucking that makes me and my son laugh every time. Yeah. Anytime someone like talks about that now, we're like Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> That's funny. I forgot about that part. Yeah. I always pick up on the dumbest like throwaway <laughs> lines of movies and fixate on them, and then my son and I repeat them like re- just just repeating parrot morons around the house saying these <laughs> dumb things, and my girlfriend fucking hates us. But... <laughs> That's all right. We're having a good time. Exactly. Yeah. She, just, exactly. she just blocks us out. So. <laughs> yeah, like Family Guy is the worst. We watch that. Ah, and then, oh, oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> it's like three. Th- there'll be one, two, three lines from an episode that we'll watch it, and then we'll be fixated on it for like three yep. months. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll just be saying it constantly. <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> and she's like, oh, God, these idiots with the Family Guy shit again <laughs> or South Park or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yep, Charlie Brown is an asshole. He's an asshole. I'm not a huge Peanuts fan, so I don't. I can't say that oh, I really I watched it. that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I I love. Yeah, I I mean they're great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, it's fine. I like the music of Peanuts more than anything else. Yeah, I just I like forget the... the guy's name that makes all the music, but okay, the shit know. slams. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it is like the the rock and piano jazz. Yeah, the soft drums. I love that shit. All right, so, uh, yeah, as far as us, uh, this is going to wrap up for October, and then in, in November, we have, like, one or two things coming, um, and and there, there was an episode that we recorded, like, a while ago that I never had finished in time, and I had to start putting out these October ones, so that one is going to be coming up, the, the much-mentioned Greasy Strangler episode <laughs> that we've talked about a bunch of times, but yeah. actually hasn't come out yet, so... Uh, so yeah, look forward to that one coming up after Halloween and maybe some other things and we'll see where it happens. Uh, oh, before we go, uh, Marco, do you want to let everyone know how things are going for your other podcast for the Sarlacc Digest? God, dude, they are heating up. So I do run a Star Wars podcast called the Sarlacc Digest and, uh, you could just Google that, uh, S-A-R-L-A-C-C. But things are heating up. We are like seven at this right. moment. We're re- recording now. We're like seventy-four, five days from episode nine, and I, I just like I'm getting goosebumps right now, even talking about it because um, 
this Friday we're going to go to the, you know, get the toys that are being released. You know, we're just a bunch of big kids uh, running around collecting Star Wars, watching Star Wars and talking sure, about sure. it, geeking out. Our last two episodes that we dropped, all we did was theorycraft through the whole two hours. And <coughs> based on nothing, based on like a photograph, nice. right? That's yeah, what yeah. we can do. Um, but by the time this comes out, we should have a trailer and we should be full blown into the the hype and, and everything. And a right, lot of right. things that I've been hearing on the, the down low is like the hype is real. Like this, this nice. movie is going to really just uh, blow everybody away. So I, I, nice. I just I can't wait. It's like I can wait because I don't I want it to marinate it. Right. Because the fun part is right, the anticipation. Right. But at the same time, I need this movie. Yeah. I've gone kind of radio silent on. Yeah. Like, like I, I watch the trailer when it comes out, but I mm-hmm, haven't, mm-hmm. I only download your show and then I just don't listen because I don't, exactly. like, I'm, I'm trying to keep my head clear and not, a lot of people not don't put too many ideas in. So yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot <laughs> of people don't Our our biggest hits on podcasts is that our reaction when we do our, uh, our live spoiler cast or whatever. And the, and the instant, um, episode after a big movie, because everybody right, right. just wants to go radio sign and we do a really good job of not spoiling anything that we've seen like if we know that's a spoiler we do not say it we just come up with our own theories um sure really treading water because me i don't want spoilers but i already know too much yeah yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely are you a star wars fan rhiannon i'm actually not i've never seen star wars yeah that's all right (laughs) okay bye i know you're like and we're deleting (laughs) this this episode (laughs) it's actually i I find For me, like I find as because uh, I'm not like a huge pop culture uh, superhero, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I like Star Wars quite a bit, a lot more than like the superhero stuff, because I find it almost it falls into like horror adjacent type stuff. Pretty mm-hmm. like there's there's monsters there's science fiction. There's, you know, motherfuckers getting killed and cut with mm-hmm. laser swords and like dark. Side. So it, it kind of falls yeah. into the horror adjacent type stuff is where I think Absolutely. my interest lies in that more so than I mean, the superhero stuff, you have the good and evil and like the guy with the, you know, better ethics always wins or whatever. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so I, I totally get that. Uh, um, a lot of horror fans haven't seen it, but I always tell people that if there was a, uh, I don't know, cinematic universe that is worthy of your time would be Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. For sure. I know. I need to see it. I do. Cause I have so many friends too, that are major, major yeah, right, fans. Right. And I'm all like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it just never appealed to you or just kind of, you know, because it, it was one thing like, uh, uh, in the eighties, if you missed it, you know, it came and it, it dropped off and then it came back and it came back with mm-hmm. a surge. Is that something you just never just gravitated to? Because I'm always I, curious to see how people like they've never seen. So I know you've heard of it, of course. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, I know the characters right. everybody's talking about and stuff like that. I just don't know the story, all of the storyline. Sure, sure. Um, I even worked at a store back in the day where we sold, you know, um, novelties and stuff from Star Wars, Wizard of Oz, sure. you know, Beavis and Butthead, all that shit. So I knew all the characters. I just was never into, I don't know why. I guess I just never had it and I never owned it and I never thought to rent it or buy it or what. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I did own it. I'm always curious. When it's on TV, then you got to like fucking sit and watch it. Yeah. And there are so many. Right. Right. It's like, shit, I'm going to have a lot to watch. But I did have an Ewok once that when you turn the lights out, it would make this cute little sound and his little eyeballs would flash. (laughs) (laughs) He was a little stuffed animal. 
<laughs> His name was Chubbles. Very, yeah, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Well, yeah, if you get a chance, to, my favorite. Yeah, if you have like thirty hours to burn one time, yeah. just watch all of them. <laughs> you know, you know I, all the time in the world. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I think I, th- I. I mean, for someone that's never seen it, I say like you just start with the original ones, even yeah. if it's out of order. Yeah, no, just like, if you're gonna like it, out, if you're yeah. gonna like any of it, you're gonna like the original movies. And then Absolutely. if you're like, okay, these are cool, then like go back and see the other ones. But mm-hmm. okay, don't like, I'll don't try to... and start at the beginning. You'll hate it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you start this. at the first movie, you'll be what? like, eh, this is exactly. kind of janky. Weird. <laughs> okay, it feels a lot like it's 1999 in this movie. Right. It's definitely a product of its time. So watch episodes four, five, and six. That's all you need to know. Just watch four, five, and six. six. So when you go tell someone, I just need to watch four, five, and six, they'll know what you're talking about and they'll give it to you. Okay. Yep. I will I will have to do that. And I will report back. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, I feel so much better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well that will do it for the Star Wars promotion and for the podcast. <laughs> Very cool. uh, thanks everyone though for listening and for keeping up with us. I know the releases have been a little spotty since the end of summer and it's just, you know, mostly my own fault, but uh, um, you know, either way we still get something good out to you when we have the chance mm-hmm. to uh, yep. and keep up with our friends on other networks on the raw live and unedited podcast network, the padded room podcast network and the Legion podcast network. And I think that will do it for tonight. Thank you, everybody, again. Thank you, Rhiannon and Marco. Yeah, of course. thank you. This is fun. And we'll, yes, definitely. We'll see you, everybody, next time. Bye. Sometimes I try to do things, and it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. And I get real frustrated. They're like, I try hard to do it, and I like take my time, but it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. It's like I concentrate on real hard, but it just doesn't work out. And everything I do and everything I try, it never turns out. It's like I need time to figure these things out. There's always someone there going, hey, Mike, you know, we've been noticing you've been having a lot of problems lately, you know? You maybe get away. And, like, maybe you should talk about it. You'll feel a lot better. And I go, no, it's okay, you know? I'll figure it out. Just leave me alone. I'll figure it out, you know? I'm just working on it myself. They go, well, you know, if you want to talk about it, I'll be here, you know? And you'll probably feel a lot better if you talk about it. So why don't you talk about it? I go, no, I don't want to. I'm okay. I'll figure it out myself. But they just keep bugging me. They just keep bugging me. There's pills on the side. It's got me. It's too slow. So come on, pray one more time. You will now. They say, I'll pray one more time. Get away. I'm not crazy. I was in my room, and I was just like staring at the wall, thinking about everything, and then again, I was thinking about nothing. And then my mom came in, and I didn't even know she was there. She called my name, and I didn't hear her, and then she started screaming, Mike, Mike! And I go, what? What's the matter? She goes, what's the matter with you? I go, there's nothing wrong, Mom. She goes, don't tell me that. You're on drugs. I go, no, Mom, I'm not on drugs. I'm okay. I'm just thinking, you know? Why don't you give me a Pepsi? She goes, no, you're on drugs. I go, Mom, I'm okay. I'm just thinking. She goes, no, you're not thinking. You're on drugs. Normal people don't act that way. I go, Mom, just give me a Pepsi, please. All I want is a Pepsi. And she wouldn't give it to me. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. And she wouldn't give it to me. Just a Pepsi. Hey, 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 hey,
in my room. My mom and my dad came in. They pulled up the chair and they sat down. They go, Mike, we need to talk to you. And I go, okay, what's the matter? They go, me and your mom, we've noticed lately you've been having a lot of problems. And you've been going off for no reason. And we're afraid you're going to hurt somebody. And we're afraid you're going to hurt yourself. So we decided that it would be in your best interest if we put you somewhere where you can get the help that you need. And I go, wait, what are you talking about? We decided my best interest. 